For me, success is when someone comes and finds something they love and they leave with the huge smile. I believe in you. Proudly supported by RAH McDonald's. Hello and welcome to I Believe in You, the podcast about achieving your goals and the journey which take us there. I'm Lizelle Hartley, a business and personal mentor, and with me is Annie Hill, entrepreneur and business owner. Yes, in this episode, we're talking about pre-loved fashion and fashion rental services. With much of the general fashion industry being created around fast fashion, the interest in pre-loved and recycled clothing has seen a resurgence over the last 20 years. Secondhand clothing stores have been popping up across Australia and around the world. With the appreciation of good quality clothes and the environment in mind, customers are becoming more demanding of where their clothes are coming from. Jacqueline Harrington is the owner of Merry-Go-Round and Bride and Joy, specialising in pre-loved fashion, including event rentals and rehoming that favourite pair of 1970s flares with the rhinestone jeans. We've all had those, haven't we? So Jacqueline, explain to us what your business is called and what is your role in the business. I'm the new owner of PW Merry-Go-Round as well as Bride and Joy. These are both consignment-based businesses for pre-loved fashion. So I have everything in the shop from bathers to bridal, and there's something there for every woman. And they both run out of the same address in Como. How big is it? Because there's a lot of items. It is really big. It's 174 square meters. So consignment, how does that work? If I've got things hanging around at home, how do I make some money out of them? Yes, you can make money out of your wardrobe. So you can bring your items into the shop and we'll have a look and make sure they're the right fit for the store. Uh, Like I said, we have everything from casual to formal. So we'll have a look at them, we'll steam them and price them and we'll sell it on your behalf. And once the item sells, we'll pay you 50%. Wow. So Jacqueline, there's a big move in pre-love and you are a big advocate for pre-love. Tell us where did that come from? Actually, I have been almost exclusively wearing pre-love since I was a child. My mom and my grandma and I used to go into the salvos on on Saturday mornings. And it was so exciting because you could go and find one item, anything you wanted. And I would run in and I would go to the back and tidy up their book section. And we'd always all leave with a bargain. And we were so excited about that feeling of getting something new to us, but a great deal. So I've always been wearing pre-loved. But Jacqueline, I'm one of those people, I walk into those shops and I can't find anything. So how do I shop with you? That's a great point. There is a lot of stock and it can be very overwhelming. So what we've done in the store is divided it into three sections. So we have a day wear section, which is all divided by size. So you'll find your smalls, mediums, large. I'll give you a tour when you arrive. There's a section of all evening wear and ball gowns and a third section that has bridal and all of the wedding dresses. So let's just step one step back. This is all exciting what you are doing. But where did your business journey start? Where did all of this start? I used to be a wedding planner, mainly in Canada, for years. And I love that excitement at the beginning of the wedding planning process when the couples are so in love and they're so excited. And this was a way that I could bring my wedding experience and my customer service experience and to my sustainability passion. So... I have been wanting to open a pre-loved wedding dress store for almost three years now, 
and I've been, I was searching for the perfect shop for me to display my wedding dresses. I decided I had enough inventory to finally open up. Uh, and during my search, I actually found this business, PW Merry-Go-Round. It was actually for sale with the same model that I was already hoping to start. So it's consignment-based that we talked about. So pre-loved, people bring the items to me, I sell it on their behalf. So it just seemed like the perfect fit. It seemed like it was meant to be. So I ended up buying the business and I have been in there since November last year. So I guess the ball gowns, I've got a function coming up. I could buy one from from you, I could wear it, and then I could bring it back. That's actually where the term merry-go-round came from. So you can absolutely have your amazing event and then afterwards we'll bring the joy to the next person. I see that's going around and around. <laughs> uh, that's cool. I've never even thought of it or where does it come from? I'm actually doing a, a rebranding of the store. We're going to be looking for a new name. I'm taking submissions. And if you submit a name that we end up choosing for the shop, then you can win a $1,000 store credit. Oh, I'm going to start thinking about that. <laughs> Only a business owner from November? That means you've been through Christmas time a business owner where are we now is it three months four months it's coming up almost on three not quite it'll be three in a couple weeks so it's still early days it's very early days but I must say that I cannot remember I'm in Australia now for 14-15 years I never bought a pre-love item till I went into your shop so you are the first, this, your shop is the first shop where I got my first pre-love dress from. And I wear it a couple of times over the Christmas time and absolutely love that dress. So it do open a different world for me because as a stylist, I know there's stylists that specialize in the pre-love section. But for me, I have never moved into that I think sometimes I feel it's a bit hard because it's not that everything is always there in all the different sizes, but uh, that's probably the excitement of it. And I think the excitement from a purchaser is that I'm not going to turn up at an event and have somebody wearing that same dress. We've all been there, that ladies' lunch, that ball, and it's awful. And I'm not a size eight, so I don't want to turn up in the same dress when somebody's wearing it in a size eight. So, Annie, have you bought pre-love before? Are you, is that something? I'm hired. You're hired? Absolutely. And I've definitely done pre-loved, but most of my pre-loved is actually bought by my daughter. She has an eye for it. She's really clever with it and she brings it home. I go, oh, I love that. I'm keeping that. So your daughter is a pre-love shopper? Everything. Yeah. I must say, I've got one daughter as well that's a pre-love shopper. It sometimes it's interesting because especially if their dads take them on the outbacks, that's where she want to go and get her pre-love items. It looks a bit more outbacky, but she loves it. So with every business come challenges. Tell me, three months into this business, what is your challenge? I never thought that I'd be buying an existing business. It wasn't part of my original business plan. So I had to totally redo my, my plan for the business. One of the biggest challenges is that the store I purchased has over 5,000 items in stock already. So you can imagine even coming on to three months, I'm still finding things that I haven't seen yet. So just familiarizing myself. At the beginning, people would say, do you have this item in this size? And I'd say, I'm not sure yet. Let's look together. 
<laughs> and but, I love yeah. that honesty. That's so cool. And you did tell me just before you've got an exciting visitor coming. Oh, yes. My mom's coming from Canada next week and she's going to help me full on for two weeks. We're going to redo the entire shop and make it a lot more user friendly and just make it feel a lot more like my own. So it sometimes feels like I'm still managing somebody else's store. So we're going to try and get some of my personality into it. So I'm really excited about that. I think that could be a, a smart women event, Lizelle. Visit, yes, definitely. Definitely look into that. So tell me what other business challenges, because there's a lot of women like you out there, you younger than us, are you the younger generation, that always wanted to start a business, but they don't know what's the challenges that's waiting for them. So is there any more challenges you can share with them? I would say that they're are a few things that you want to keep in mind. You have to find something that suits your personality. You can't go into a business that you're not passionate about. And so with me being passionate about weddings and about customer service and about sustainability, it's a really good fit for me. So they need to do some soul searching to find out what is going to make them excited to get out of bed every day. But I don't think that you should overthink it either. I think you just have to go with your gut and you'll know what's right. The sustainability piece really interests me. I'm learning more about it all the time and fast fashion is a real hate of mine. Uh, where do you fit into this? That's exactly where I fit in. So some of the pieces that I'll have in the store, maybe they were fast fashion for someone and that person will wear it once and then they bring it in. So we get an amazing pre-loved piece worn once and you get it at about half the price that it would be new. And so... That's the beauty of it is that we can re-love someone else's fast fashion. Um, it didn't have to be shipped from anywhere. It didn't have to be remade. So we're really helping the environment in many ways. So Jacqueline, business-wise, tell me what other challenges was there because did you ever had a business before or were you working for people? I have never had a business before. I've always wanted to have my own business. I studied business in university and I just never knew what it was going to be. I almost opened an event planning business when I was in Canada, but um, life took me elsewhere. And so I've just always wanted to run my own place. And, and I didn't really know what it was, but I just thought if I can make the decisions and I can be in charge of the customer service, it'll be great. So, so far, so good. <laughs> And you are amazing with customer service. So if you can be in charge of that, the message about your business and the service will go, whoa, because that's one of the things when I walk in there, even before you bought your business and I work with you and you in the hotel industry, we all were talking that Jacqueline gave the best customer service Aww. to us all the time. Thank you. No, well done. But that's an important thing that a business owner need to understand because as a business owner, we sometimes get exhausted. You know the hours you spend in that shop. You know what's happening. And then when it comes to customer service, you sometimes let that out of the door and think if they just would know how much hours I spend here. But that's not the right attitude to have. No, it's not. And customers are the only reason that you can be in business. If without customers, there is no business. So they're the most important thing to me. And I just think that part of the, there's a lot of places that you can get pre-loved items or Facebook marketplace or wherever it is and shopping even online. Um, but what's missing is that customer service experience and coming in and being greeted and being able to touch and feel the products. And it's just something that 
is is so important that you can actually be there in person and experience those things. I'm selling the experience more than anything. You do, you do. And I know that you dress up out of the shop. You show them what's in there and you enjoy that. Um, do you spend a lot in your own shop? <laughs> <laughs> I have been having a lot of fun shopping in the store, yes. I have had to do a wardrobe makeover because now I'm in fashion. It's something I didn't know a lot about before. So I'm working on my personal style and figuring it out with Lizelle. She's helping me with that. And yes, I would say I am a very loyal customer to the store. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't wait to get down there. And you said you don't close till six. What are your trading hours? So I'm really trying hard to figure out what the best times are for the customers. If there's ever a time that someone wants to come and it wasn't a posted hour, I'll always come early or stay late. I'm happy to help people however I can. I'm open till six o'clock most nights. Thursdays, I'm until seven. You can do your late night shopping with me as well. Um, But I can always meet you there. If there's a time that you want to come, just give me a call. I'm five minutes away. See, that really is customer service. And that fits with my busy schedule. Um... And the other thing I love about what you're doing is you're relieving my guilt. I look at my wardrobe, I have so many clothes and I want to buy something new just because I like change. I like having something new and I just think, well, what am I going to do with all these clothes? So I can now give you some and take some away. Mm-hmm. Bring some in, take some out. <laughs> so Annie, there's something else about Jacqueline's shop that you don't know that's a big plus point for me. When I went into her shop, the dress I like was two sizes bigger than my size. And she's got an alteration lady ready there to adjust it to your size. And that, wow. was, that was a sale for me. Well, everything's away. about two foot long on me, <laughs> so that's going to work well. We do. She works one day a week at, at the time. I'd love to have her more, but I'm happy for what I can get. She's actually a couturier, which means that she used to design and make by hand her own dresses so she's very very skilled and I'm so grateful to have her on the team. So Jacqueline the whole concept sounds absolutely great. I'm a strong believer in mentors. Did you have any mentors through this um, period of time setting up your business? Absolutely. I have at the moment, I have three mentors, <laughs> which might sound like overkill, but it's, um, it's a really good investment. So my, I have to shout out to Duncan from Profit Society. He has been such an amazing mentor for me. I met him at an event a couple years ago called The Fearless Pursuit of Meaning. And if that doesn't draw you in, I don't know what would. It was exactly what I needed in my life. And so he's been a business coach of mine for over two years now, even before I had a business idea. We sat down and he just asked me those those questions that pull at your heartstrings and make you really find out what you're passionate about. So he's been with me every step of the way for the last over two years. And so he's um, amazing. I still meet him every single week and he's still pushing me, which is fantastic. So I, so thank you so much to Duncan. I also have, as you know, a fashion mentor. Can you even believe that's a thing? It's amazing. So I, like I said, I know a lot about recycling and sustainability and weddings, but not fashion. Um, now I do. I feel really confident now that I can actually help women that come into the store and help them with their body type and what will be... Um, suitable for them and help them get excited and give them tips that are really helpful. And I've been able to use a lot of the tips that Lizelle's given me um, every day. It's so great. 
And I also recently started working with Ricky Deal. I know you've had her on the show before. So she's helping me with balancing my work and personal life. So she's been really great asset as well. So three people helping me along. I think that's fantastic. Because have those strengths alongside you, is that why you can focus on growing the business and they keep you in line, they motivate you and they give you the ideas and skills and answers. I know at the fashion um, group when we, I mentor you, you come up and there's questions. You post in the group, does this work? Does this not work? We talk about the different length of the um, dresses. Why is it not good for your body shape, but it will work for another body shape? And the same is in business and personal life. So you might feel it's a lot. It become quite a normal thing for people to do have more than one business mentor. Annie, you, do you have business mentors? Absolutely, and uh, always have. And sometimes it's been a friend and you don't put a title of mentor to it, but it's certainly important. And really it goes to choosing who you relate to. And it- So that's why I love my job. Because both of you, I do mentoring, I do fashion mentoring with you, and I do fashion mentoring, you're a client for many, many years now, and I work with you on your lifestyle and business as well. I can see the questions that come and I can see the growth. So for me, if there's anybody out there that wanna start a business, I would highly recommend get you a mentor. And I love the fact, Jacqueline, that you had your mentor two years ago, because you had prepared yourself You didn't have to get things in place the minute that the business is already rolling and going. You had walked that journey and you know you've got these people alongside you that help you to go through. So empowerment is a big word that I use a lot of times. Can you tell me what is your view on empowerment, especially in the business? So for me... What I do to empower myself is basically what I was just saying. I invest in myself. I, I do pay for a lot of help and advice from professional mentors. And I, it's the commitment every week that I'm going to talk to these people and I'm going to be better after I talk to them. And it's, you know, putting, knowing your worth, I guess, and knowing that you're worth investing in so that you can be a better, a better version of yourself and then you can empower other women. And so the more... I know the better my business will be, I can help people and I can empower the customers to feel beautiful when they try things on and it's all, it's all a cycle. As a business owner, it can be lonely at the top and you have to invest in yourself because you are constantly giving out. You know, I know you're giving to your customers, you're giving to your staff, you're, you need to be able to fill up. And this is something Lizelle and I do talk about a lot is who is filling your bucket for you? Who is filling you back up at the end of the day? And being with like-minded people, journeying together on a success is so exciting. Um, And having that cheerleader behind you to say, yay, you did it. Because your staff are never going to go, oh, yay, you did it, Annie. (laughs) No matter how good they are. And I've got great people. But... I'm there doing that for them. That's my job. That's where the goal of mentoring come in. So you've got that right. You've got the customer service right. You you have the product now. So now 
the beauty of this is you empower yourself to empower your clients because whatever you learn from them, I always say it's a ripple effect. That what you learn on the fashion tips this morning, this afternoon, a client walk in and you're going to implement this for her and you both get excited about it. Exactly. I love when people get excited in the shop. I am genuinely excited with them. It's my favorite thing. How do you take time for yourself to recharge? I know it's a tricky question when you're only three months into your business because it's like in the beginning, you don't even remember. <laughs> you get to the end of the day and you say, hello, Jacqueline, how are you? Because it was just full on. Is there anything small you do to look after yourself? I can share everything about my day. I'm so lucky I have this amazing cheerleading crew. I've got my mom and my husband who want to hear everything about what I'm doing. So I get to reflect that way. I just made this little section in my house that's just for me. And it's got a little carpet and a table and a chair and it's a little plant and it's just my little space and no one else is allowed in there. And so um, I can go in there in the mornings and get ready for the day and just be by myself. And it's actually been really great. I recommend doing that if you don't have one. Go to have your special chair because whenever you need time out for yourself, you go in there and it's actually the family, your mom, husband, they will recognize when you're in that chair, don't, don't come and take my time. <laughs> so I remember years back when my girls were smaller, my time was bath time. That was my place where I didn't want anyone. I just want to recharge myself. Do you know what it looked like at the end of the day? My husband poured a glass of wine and bring a chair into the bathroom. My daughters come and they sit in the bathroom. And I had to stop them. I said, listen, I have to explain to you guys that this is my time. This is my reflect, my refill time. They didn't want to agree with that. I literally had to go and get a different place in the house with a different thing. But that had rolled over to beautiful family time because he will come with his chair and his glass of wine. The girls come and I will be in the bar for hours and that's family get together. But what it is, is the value of having your special place. Even if your house is very busy, if you have a lot of children or movement, just get that one chair where they know that's my space. Don't take my phone in there and I don't answer you when you call me. But when I come out, I'm there with you again. Ten years from now, Jacqueline, where do you see yourself? Where do you see your business? I would love if Bride and Joy was a household name all over the country and maybe even all over the world. And that pre-loved wedding gowns can become the norm. You know, recycling is sexy and I want every woman to feel empowered to do the right thing for the environment and sustainability while also feeling beautiful and finding their dream dress. So my next steps will be to perfect the details within my business processes, several um, items on the to-do list still, and that'll make things easier for me and for the customers. And so I'll work through that list, but I'm so excited for the future for the business and my own life. So that was 10 years. 10 years all over the world. <laughs> all over the world. So bring me back. When do you see your second shop? What is your plan with your second one? Because 10 years is very broad. Mm. There's a lot of things that can happen in 10 years and change. But I just want to hear how long will it take before the next one is up in your mind that you can see it's going to happen? I'd love to start working on that within the year. 
um, depending on how this year goes and if my plan is actualizing, I would love to open a second shop, um, probably still within Perth, just another suburb. And who knows? We'll see what happens. I think there's nothing but potential. So it's all very exciting. So Jacqueline, if there's any listener out there that got the same passion as you and they might sit in a country town or somewhere else in Australia and they feel that that is exactly what they hear today, that's what they always want to do, they can contact you. Of and course. How would we know? Maybe that is the first step into that direction. I would love if someone felt inspired to do what I'm doing and I'd love to work with them and and see what the future holds. That's so exciting. So, Annie, you're going to visit Jacqueline later today and looking forward to it. Some new outfits. Unfortunately, I didn't bring any wardrobe with me today, but I will be back with it and um, very exciting. Before we end off today, career highlights. Tell us, what is what is your career highlight onto this age? You're still a young woman. you got a lot of energy. you got the world in front of you. Well, I have to be honest, this, this is the highlight. I have two businesses now, which is so exciting. Um, something I've wanted forever. And here we are, um, almost three months in. So I'm so excited. This will be absolutely the highlight this year, running the businesses, empowering women to look and feel beautiful. Um, yeah, it's, this is it. Here we are. Well done. I love it that this is your answer today, that you can sit here with us and say, I'm living the highlight of my career. How cool is that for a business owner to be able to say that? It's pretty awesome. I'm very excited. And what have you done to secure your business model? And how are you measuring your success? That's a fantastic question. (laughs) Those would probably be items on my never-ending to-do list. (laughs) But for me, success is when someone comes and finds something they love and they leave with the huge smile saying, I'm going to tell everyone to come here. I'll definitely back. I can't wait to be back into the shop. Thank you so much. That's that's how I personally measure success, but I'm sure there are some financials that I'll need to work on as well. (laughs) But still early days. So Jacqueline, you gave us a lot of good value today. Thank you for coming and talk to me and Annie. If you can leave us with your favorite phrase, what will that be? This is something that my mom has said to me ever since I was a little girl. It's my favorite phrase. It's your attitude, not your aptitude, that will determine your altitude. If you'd like to know more about Jacqueline and her businesses, you can find the details in this episode's description. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I believe in you. Thank you for listening to the I Believe in You podcast. If you're interested in being coached by Lizelle, we have a number of solutions available for you, no matter where you are in the world. You can find all the details for these and how to get in touch in this episode's description. This podcast is proudly sponsored by RAH McDonald's. It's more than Maccas, it's developing personal excellence for life. I Believe in You is produced by Bad Bard Productions.